I'm Matt Miller of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great educational podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Shooks and Gift. This is season three, episode seven. Woo! In this episode, we talk about a site to prompt inquiry. A new feature in Google Slides. A trick with manipulatives in drawings. A few tips on productivity and different tools. Fun sound effects. Time management. And an update to a couple of tools we love. There might be some more stuff in there. We haven't talked in a while. Buckle up. Here we go. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, the podcast where we share ed tech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Kim. Hey, Jen. Did you hear about the new restaurant called Karma? I did not. Oh, really? Yeah, they have no menu because you get what you deserve. <laughs> I've missed your dad jokes. Thank you. I missed you. <laughs> it's been a while. We're back. We're back. We're Happy back. 2020. Happy 2020. We are back. I actually haven't seen you in a very long time, so this is really nice. I know, but I don't like that we're at our own homes and that we can't be together. This is only the second time ever that we have recorded not being able to hold hands. Little known fact, we hold hands during the entire episode when we record. <laughs> it's a little known fact because it's not true, but that would be nice. Shooks, let's do a holding hands. So, lots to share. So should we uh, get this new decade started? Yes, we should. Go ahead. You go first. Age before okay. beauty, which doesn't make sense because I'm, <laughs> I'm older, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, so over the break, maybe, I can't remember where I saw this. Somebody, it was probably Donnie. Yeah, Donnie posted one of these in particular, and then I showed it to my son, and it was like old news to him. He's like, of course I know that, mummy. Have you seen the whole website? What? And yeah, so go to neil.fun. Neil dot fun like Neil N E A L like the the man's name, not yeah, Neil like on your knees. N E A L dot fun. I'm headed there right now. I'm sorry if you hear the odd little scream because there's little gremlins in my basement, known as my children. <laughs> okay, bringing back the weird web is what yes. I'm seeing. Okay, so the first one that I was introduced to was the deep sea. Now, okay. if you open this, this will take the rest of the podcast. So you can you can look at it quickly, but then don't continue it will take you to the depths of the sea and it will oh my gosh look at how far down i can go it it goes for like a good five minutes you could just keep going no so that's a really cool one. Oh, i don't then, like that japanese spider crab and uh, get me off this side oh, i hate spiders so much what was that oh there there was a japanese spider crab it was basically a crab meets a spider and the oh, two things you. what did you just do i i that was me freaking out <laughs> so can i tell you a story yes so i i too hate spiders <laughs> a lot i don't know if i told you this story i was walking downstairs once and jack had put um i didn't know he had done this he goes mommy what's that and then mark was there my husband yeah what is that and so i'm i'm walking towards it it's sort of they've hidden it in the shadow behind a door in the wall mm -hmm. and i get closer and closer and closer and then one of them goes oh my God. And I look closer. 
I jumped so high. I was like, forget the family. I ran down the hall, threw on my flip-flops and ran across the street because it was <laughs> such a big spider. Like a real spider or I, did they prank you? No, it was plastic. Oh. And because it was pink, but I couldn't see because it was in the shadow. And so I turn around and they're both standing in the doorway killing Killing. themselves laughing and they've never let me live it down yeah i don't i'm not i don't like crabs i i don't like crabs i don't like spiders so that spider crab not good okay so not the deep sea so that one would take you a while but there's a list of really cool things that you can click on that are really good to spark inquiry ben bill gates money i like that one that is funny i would like to do that i still have 90 trillion dollars left (laughs) yeah it's hard so let me let me explain this so spend bill gates money it shows you his net worth and then underneath you can buy certain things so it says buy a big mac for two dollars buy a video game for sixty dollars buy a drone for eight hundred dollars you keep scrolling down buy a beach house for five million dollars buy a mansion for fifty million dollars buy mona lisa for seven hundred and eighty million dollars so if i'm gonna buy two mona lisas and i still have a cuck a load of money left it's it's quite funny but go to the one the one i really like i just think it's funny is called progress yep okay oh so when you're looking at progress <laughs> it it tells you it how me. much time is left in different denominations towards the next minute the next hour the next day the next month and the it's next just, holiday it's very Ang- they're christian holidays though they're like well yeah i don't i don't see russia yeah, no there's anywhere. there's christmas there's easter <laughs> And how much time is left in pixels to the end of this page? So that one's oh, kind of interesting as you scroll. Oh, I like this one as a teacher to the next full moon. So you know how yeah. many days until your kids go cuckoo. Yeah, um, to the next the- decade, which obviously would have just. Yeah, that's cool. That would have been interesting, actually, with your class if you had looked at it in 2019. Uh, wow. Until now. When, Chernobyl cool. is, when Chernobyl is fully safe again, 180 wow. years. I hadn't actually scrolled all the way down. I didn't realize there were all these pieces here. When the sun dies, five billion years left. Oh, I think I'm safe. <laughs> Anyways, I think that is a really neat spark for inquiry. So I that totally is Neil, so. Neil.fun. Yeah. And there's about 16 different links that you could check out yeah. as sparks for inquiry. I love that. Good share. Thank you, Thanks. Kim. Thank you, Donnie. Okay, mm-hmm. I will go. Um, I have a couple itty bitties, so maybe I could share... Maybe a couple of these. Okay, go ahead. A couple okay. So the first one, I have a, a student who's in grade nine at my school. Her name is Maria, and she's awesome. She's like such an, an accomplished young woman, and she's young. And I forget sometimes, she's one of those students that you forget that the age they are. I, I sometimes forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a student teacher because she's young, but she's not. She's just a really great girl. She actually has started listening to Shooks and Gifts. She found yeah. out about our podcast. So hi, Maria. But she taught me something. She came in. She goes, I have an itty bitty for you one day at lunch. And I was like, ah. do tell. And she said, I taught her how to pin uh, tabs in Chrome. And she said, did you know you could do multiple at one time? And I said, what? She said, if you select your uh, tabs and hold okay. shift at the same time and then right click, you can pin like three, four, five, 10, 12 tabs at a time. You can mute oh that many God, tabs at a right. time. So it's same thing. If you're like, okay, I had these pinned. Now I want to unpin these three. You could unpin three at a time instead of going through them individually. Well, what do you know? Time saver. We love it. Nice. Yeah, I like that. The other itty bitty I had was uh, Tony Vincent actually uh, shared a tweet over the break. Or no, sorry, not over the break. Uh, last week, the week before when FETC was on. 
And he said, you know, he really wanted to keep up with everything. And he has his tweet deck open. And I'm sure listeners have heard us talk about TweetDeck before. If you're big into Twitter, definitely check it out. It's owned by Twitter now. And it just allows you to see a whole bunch of stuff going on in your feed. So you can follow hashtags. You can uh, see when you are, like, mentions. You can see uh, messages that come in. But what I didn't realize is one of the things you can do in TweetDeck is filter. Not yeah. Kim, Kim, we have video on right now, so she's nodding her I'm head. Nodding. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize this. So one of the things that he did was he said, okay, FATC, so many people are going to um, be tweeting about this. So when you go in, one of the options in your settings on any column is engagement. And you can say, okay, I want to see everything on FATC if it has one retweet, at least one retweet, and, an, and at least five likes. So yeah. you're not getting everything. You're getting sort of things that maybe are more trending. And he didn't put an astronomical number. Like it doesn't need to be going like educational viral, we'll call it. But uh, just big enough that he can he can see what's going on, what, people, what the chatter is without being there. And it's something that I never really considered doing when I do follow along. I, I use TweetDeck usually in chats. I don't follow things generally. But when I'm not at FETC or if, you know, like not at SD or one of those, it would be a really interesting way to be able to get the chatter without feeling inundated so those are uh, filters in tweet deck and i'll put a link to his to tony's tweet with the screen cap so people yeah. can see it's it. definitely not something you'd want to use if you're actually in the middle of a twitter no. chat because you don't want to miss things but yeah for a conference or a hashtag that you just follow in general yeah. like i follow um an ed tech hashtag or yeah. some kind of hashtag that it's just too much yeah that's a great way to filter it down totally agree so those are my two like buddies I have two like more itty bitties, but I also have three more shares after that. Do you want me to do the rest of my itty bitties? Do I have two? I have two itty bitties that I can share. Okay. We'll go back and forth. Okay. Um, this one, it was an update that came out a few weeks ago. We are going to be able to copy only selected slides when making a copy of a slide deck. You have no idea so, how excited I was about this. That was pretty good. It's not, I don't have it yet. Now I'm guessing Jen, you probably already have it. <laughs> somehow the unicorns and fairies have sprinkled your account. And you get just my life. Everything. Just I'm a winner. Um, oh. Do you have it? So it's I, I, haven't, be, I actually haven't checked. Let me check. Let me check while you while you talk. Okay. So when you're in a slide deck, if you do file, if you click on file and then make a copy, there's going to be an additional drop down menu to the right of make a copy where it's going to ask you if you want to copy the whole deck or specific slides. That is coming, and I think it's going to be really helpful. Um, if you are, say, doing a presentation and you want to share a part of it, but you don't want to overwhelm the person you're supporting, you just want to give them a couple of slides, I think it's going to be really useful. But it's not there yet. Um, oh, except for Jen Gift. Are you kidding me? You totally have it. I, I checked my education domain and I checked my personal domain. Hold on. I haven't checked. Let me check one other yeah, domain. I, I think I'm pretty sure this is it. Like when I go in, instead of just file, make a copy. <laughs> Honest to God, unicorns and fish. For the love, Google, give Shooks the access. Yeah, okay, make I'm a copy. Yeah, I have I have the flyout entire selected. I do not in any of my accounts. Would you must be on some kind of list. You're on some kind of special list. Smart and pretty. You're on the smart and pretty <laughs> list. Well, good for you. That was one of my itty bitties. Um, can one. I can I speak to that? Because one thing I love, yeah, I have a I have a master slide. So when I do my sketch noting presentations, I have for years developed. It's probably two, over two years now, been developing that um, that session. And I sometimes do it for a half day. I sometimes do it for an hour. I sometimes do it with adult learners. I sometimes do it with kids in grade three. I've done it with kids in grade ten. 
And depending on my audience, it's going to look different, but I, I don't want a hundred copies. And right now I hide all the slides for me when I'm yeah. presenting, I care about that. But then people see my bit.ly and they're like, oh, okay, I, I'm going to copy it. And then they open it and they're like, what is all of this? And they have to navigate. Cause it's like a hundred slides when I might only yeah. show them 20. And yeah. this is such a good way to do that, that you as a presenter, like you said, can have the master and tailor it and, and tailor it to the people and only share that, that they'll see, but still have not have to go off yours because my thing, and I wish this had come out. Um, they did a, a world sketch note day, January 11th. So two, two Saturdays ago. And I wanted to share it with students, mm-hmm. but I was like, I can't, I can't share this really. I, you, you can go into it guys, but there's way too much. And I would have loved it that day to just share with those students because I want to present from my master, not from a copy because sometimes a student will ask me something. I'll be like, you know what? And then I can go in and unhide the slide in there and not go having to search through my drive. Yeah. But if they don't ask for it and it's not something they need based on the learners in the room, you can make a copy that is tailored to the learners and just, you know, it just don't copy the first page, make a new title slide with the personalized bit.ly just for that group. I'm wondering if, you know how, when you copy from slides, it will say, do you want to link the slides? if they'll yeah. stay live with mine so that I, I can do it for the smaller group to tailor to the learners, but always live in my master massive slide deck. It would have said it in the new slide deck right away. Cause usually that's what happens when you copy yeah. a slide and paste it into another deck. And survey says, no, they're not linked slides like you do when you copy from one to the other. So yeah. thank you Google for giving us this wonderful ability to copy slides we'd like more but <laughs> we'd like more <laughs> so yeah you know, if, know that it won't be a live copy um elsewhere good for google for updating slides with audio too like they're, yeah. they're focusing on slides which is good google we like, just want go- a little more. <laughs> google needs an attaboy attaboy google you're doing good <laughs> keep up the good work keep up that great work okay second itty bitty second itty bitty um, this one came from a tweet by Dan Stitzel. Oh yeah, yeah, I know uh, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know Dan. Um, like Dan, I don't go for coffees. But Dan, if we're ever together, I owe you a coffee. This was just a neat little trick. You know how when you're working in a Google Drawing or a Google Slide with students, and you're you're capitalizing on the gray space. Mm-hmm. So if we've never mentioned that, I'm sure we have. But when you're working yeah. with students and you're giving them a Google Drawing or a Google Slide to work with. Your canvas does not end on the white part of the drawing or the slide. You have a great amount of gray space on the left or the right side that you can use for additional instructions or I I say manipulatives because you can't actually manipulate them with your hands, but you can drag them into certain places. That's That's a great space for, for extra information. So what Dan has shown, which is what I've done in the past, I've used it in grade eight geography when we're talking about population density. So you're dragging in little, I have these little dancing people and I just drag them into different squares where I'm telling them to uh, draw what dense population looks like versus sparse population versus um, something else. So when you have those pictures or those images in your gray space, I would typically have a bunch of them in a line you know, when you copy and you duplicate, they end up in a diagonal line. Yes. But what Dan has shown, so simple, select them all, right click, and then all you have to do is align vertically and align horizontally. And they will all pile on top of each other so that you don't see that they are duplicated and they just keep appearing. Until you run out. As you drag them off, there's another one there until you run out. I knew how to do this because of um, taking Tony Vincent's classy graphics course, but, and I, 
I don't necessarily want to pile them on top of each other. This is also a really good hack for if you have a bunch of images and you want to space them really evenly across a page. Mm -hmm. And I could remember how to do right? distribute, but I couldn't remember how to, I, I could distribute the one way, but not the other. And I forgot it was the align horizontally or vertically as yet. Yeah. You have to do one of those first and then the distribute. So thank you for that reminder. Cause it's been racking my brain for like two months on, I'm like, I know, I know how to do this. And there I know it's go. in this menu. And side note, even if you're not dealing with manipulatives on the side of in the gray space for slides and drawings that distribute or align vertically and align horizontally will also help you if you're just trying to put the title and you really want to center it and you're trying, you know, you wait for the little, the little lines to appear, the crisscross to tell you where to go, or you could just click it and say align horizontally or align vertically, and that will move it where you want it to go. I love the wording on his tweet here too. Friendly reminder, because like, that's yeah. what I needed. It's not like, hey, did you know? I like friendly reminder, Dan. I like yeah. that a lot. That's good wording. Very good itty bitty. Okay, two more itty bitties. First, Screencastify news. Uh, if you're on social media, you probably saw this. It was a big announcement. Screencastify has made a lot of their formerly paid uh, features are now free. So things like trimming videos, exporting animated so GIFs. So good to trim them. Uh, exporting MP3s, exporting MP4s, unlimited amount of recordings are all now free. There's no ceiling. The only uh, downside is now instead of having 10 minutes of recording time, you only have five. But that's okay. That's okay. Because really, it. why are we making videos for that are over five minutes long? Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. I think it's so great, that, that oh. especially the, the trimming part. Yeah, the, the trimming is massive. And the exporting too, that you mm -hmm. start paper. No, it's yeah. not expensive. An educator uh, can get it for 24 bucks a month or 24 bucks, not a month, right? A year. So $2 a month. Yeah. Sorry. Not a month, a year. It's a year. Um, I was really excited to see that. That's really, really Yeah. Fun. It's a good update. Okay. The other thing that I found on here is I don't know if you've ever gone to this website. I imagine you have classtools.net. Classtools.net has a plethora of uh, just different little tools that you can use in the classroom. But if you go to classtools.net forward slash soundboard. Oh, I have. Yes, I have seen this one. Okay. So it takes you to a very yeah. simple looking page with one, two, three, four, five, 15 different emojis. Yeah. And each beside them has a play button. And it is a soundboard. They say for classroom debates, but you could do them anywhere. So let's say you want to clap. Or you're sad. For each of them, it plays a sound effect. So you can build a soundboard. And when Kim and I used to work together, I always used to say like, I need a soundboard in here so I could just click things. If you're looking for a really simple one, this can get people started. And I think now with the potential that we have to insert audio into Google Slides, it would be a really cool thing. If you have certain things like songs in your classroom, use this as an exemplar and have kids build a soundboard for the class. Like, I think it would be a really cool way to look at how we use emojis and what sounds actually match emojis. There's some really like, there can be some deep thinking there developing or even just for fun uh, as you sort of go through your class and you're doing interactive activities. Okay, go ahead. Um, this is a, an extension I learned about Black Menu for Google. So this is a Chrome extension. When you get it, it looks like a little bit of a rainbow with a black bar to the right of it. And when you click it, it yeah. simply opens up a menu of a lot of Google tools that you might use. So you don't have to open up a new tab to get to it. If you just wanted to quickly search for a YouTube video and you click the extension, I'm now in YouTube searching for laughing babies. That's a good thing to and when I find it, 
I'm still looking at our website, but there's a little search window to the right of it. It's kind of like the explore sidebar within a Google doc or within a Google slide, but yeah. it's for Chrome, the browser. Yeah. I, I've seen that. That was, um, Jeff Henniger, uh, put that on Twitter and tagged us and it was Megan Kelly's. I was just going to say, I learned it yeah. from Megan Kelly. She has a really good tutorial video, which we're going to link to in our show notes. Uh, it was really helpful. And I thought it was a neat, neat productivity tool. She, Megan Kelly sidebar also has a really, really phenomenal blog. If you have a Feedly or if you subscribe to any RSS, RSS feeds that you are checking blogs sort of on a regular basis, um, it's iHeartEDU. Okay, so we love our Google Sheets. The Google Sheets are the bomb.com. And there's a lot you can do. I think in an episode previously, I shared my the, the not-so-known tips of, of Google Sheets, the crazy slide deck that I built with all of the the learning. Yes. But if you're looking for something more directed, it just happened to come across my Twitter over the break. Coursera, which offers learning courses that are free and paid, have a free one on that you can enroll anytime it started. Um, it, every time you go, it's funny, every time I visit, it's like, oh, it starts it starts today. today. starts today. Imagine that. But anyway, so don't get, don't get roped in by that marketing. Um, but it is a course all about how to use getting started with Google Sheets, it's called. But it is not just getting started. It, it starts at basic, but there's some pretty advanced stuff. So if you're looking to up your Google Sheets game, uh, definitely check this out. They say it takes about seven hours to complete it. So even if you did it like sort of as a, a go at your own pace, um, an hour a week over seven weeks, I, I previewed a bunch of it. It's really user friendly. They give you examples to walk through. Um, you can try it on your own. And I, I thought it was phenomenal. So I put the links in the course notes. It is a getting started with Google Sheets. Uh, there's so much that we can do. And I really think it's, it's the tool that most of us are scared of to use, but we can do some pretty, pretty powerful things, especially when it comes to data uh, with it so, and visualizing data. So question for you. Yeah. Um, you, I believe, did the every Tuesday release of the Google tutorials that they were sending out. I did. They recently finished it. Yeah. It recently, well, what, based on when I subscribed, it just finished. How would this tutorial compare with their Sheets tutorial? Oh, oh, this is way, way. So that would be, that would have been the first hour that you spend. And then there's seven hours between that. Got it. Or so six hours. Way exactly. It's getting started. It's it's like a zero to ninja. Got it. Oh, okay. That's a good analogy. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's helpful. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, my last uh, is an itty bitty for now, but it will be a big one. Oh. It was announced that the beta for originality reports and rubrics in Google Classrooms is now going to be released publicly. Yes. And I'm very excited about this because I can't tell you the number of people who have come up to me and they're looking for tools that they can use to check for plagiarism, like originality reports. And not only will originality reports check whether or not it's been plagiarized by something published by somebody else, it also compares it with your previous work that you've submitted. So, so if you've handed something in and then you take a section of it and hand it in again, it's going to check it back towards that as well. Yeah. It's released yeah. this week. So this podcast will be put out next week. So last week yeah. it was released and it's on a rapid release schedule. So I think it's going to be 
uh, within a few weeks, everybody will get it. Of course, Jen probably already has it. Where you will see it is when you open up a student's work in Google Classroom, mm -hmm. on the right-hand side where you have the icon for the comments, yeah. right underneath that, you're gonna see a little piece of paper and that's going to be the originality report checker. Is it only when they submit through Google Classroom that that will turn up? That's where it is, yes. Also in Google Classroom now, which I'm very excited about, in rubrics. Rubrics are coming. They are going to be really, really simple to use. You can personalize all your rubrics. You can create the number of levels you want to have. And I played with it a little bit because mm -hmm. I did have access to it. I can't remember which account I had it in, but when I was playing with it, I remember thinking this is really simple to use. I have a question for you and I can't remember because I, I did hear it. At one point you were not able to copy rubrics. I Did believe you, know you can now. Yeah, and I was just saying, I think I heard that now you can. Like enough people were like, hold on a second. I don't wanna have to recreate this every time because I'm going to tweak it depending on the grade, the level. When you go in to create a new assignment, there will be a box on the right-hand side that says originality report. So if you check that box, that will that option will then be there. And then there is a plus rubric sign directly underneath where the points used to be. Points are Got still it. there. Once you put in a title and a description, then the plus rubric sign appears. And when you click the plus rubric, it says create rubric or reuse a rubric. So you can reuse an existing rubric, just like you can reuse an existing post in Classroom. And when you open up the rubric, it allows you to put the criteria you want in, add or subtract the number of levels you need. It's really quite simple. So hopefully you will get that in your account sometime soon yeah. and you can play around with originality reports and rubrics. Your turn, go ahead. Okay, this is probably another little one. This is maybe why I picked so many of them is because they're little. I, I came across this app, it's called the Hatch app. Uh, it is available on iOS, but I can't seem to find it in Google Play. I could be wrong, I haven't looked a lot. Uh, the Hatch app is, they call it Creatures for Reading. And you download this app and you choose how long you want your focus session to be. And so you set a timer and then this little egg sits there on the screen as you as you do things. And the idea is as soon as, if you want to go like leave the app, I, from my understanding, it means it won't hatch it if you haven't met your time goal. Now I use this because I gave it to Bennett, my oldest son, and he loves anything that is gamified. And I said, okay, you, he, was, he was taking long in the morning to get ready. And, you know, sometimes he, he would read or do homework. And be like, oh, I don't want it. But he loves to collect things. It reminds me a little bit of like Pokemon Go. Pokemon. And so he now sets, he'll be like, okay, mom, I'm going to read now for 15 minutes. I'm like, okay. And the deal is if I see him get distracted, then I can go and, and, you know, say you were distracted and you've lost focus and he can't hatch. But he's collecting all these little creatures because he's forcing himself to do something in a very focused way for a set period of time. Now, I think I've talked about it before on the show, my son has ADHD and this is allowing him to self-regulate when he feels those distractions coming on. He's been using it with his brothers to get ready in the morning for school. Uh, he's been using it in class. And I like it because as soon as you leave the app, of course it, it says, okay, well you failed, but without saying you failed. But for him, because he has an iPad for, um, you know, his, with his IP to help him do his work. But if it's a time that he shouldn't be using his iPad, we told his teacher about it and she can set it and be like, okay, you'll get it back in this so long as you don't ask me for it or so long as you don't get on and, and play on the sly. And then he hatches them. So he still feels like he is getting rewarded 
with, but he doesn't feel inclined to go and pick up that electronic. And I feel like there's some adults who might be able to really benefit from this as well, right? There's tons of apps that you can say, you know, help me focus. But this Hatch one I thought was, it's really cute. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kim. Hey. No, our, you have not accidentally rewound to the beginning of the episode. Um, Jen, do you have anything else you'd oh, like to share? I do. I do. do. You? What's up, Jen? Um, I sketchnoted for Ditch Summit, as I have now. This is my fourth year doing it. It was very exciting. And like every year I, I sketch, I get some really, really heartwarming um, feedback from people about how they like my sketches. And and I, I get some really positive reinforcement because I'm telling you, like every time I put it up there and I hit the send button, I feel very vulnerable I feel like, oh God, who do I think I am? Because I'm, I don't consider myself an artist. I'm not an art teacher. I was never a doodler. This is something I've come into in the last four years or so. And I was like, oh gosh, I, I don't know. And friend of the show, Andrew Fenstermaker, reached out to me and said, oh, I, I, how do you do these? And I said, oh, I use Taya Sui sketches. He's like, oh, you know what? You need, to, you need to do a course. And I said, like, what are you talking about? And he said, you, you just need to like do like one of those go slow, learn as you go courses. I'm sure Alice Keeler has them and Tony Vincent has them. Uh, Casey Bell has them. Matt Miller has it. Like a lot of people do these courses for self-directed learning and teaching. And he said, you know what? I haven't really seen one for sketchnoting. Like there's, there's definitely sketchnoting courses on the internet you can get that are just like buy it and go. But he's like one where you build a community and really like learn alongside someone who's, who's going through their journey still as well. Like not someone who is already an established artist. They are a graphic facilitator. It's like a teacher who knows how to use it in a classroom. He's like, I would take that course. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, okay. What? Like, wow. What? maybe and then we talked about it a little bit more and then I reached out to Sylvia Duckworth who um as if you've been listening to the show for some time you know Kim and I are good friends with she's lovely um I sort of felt I needed her blessing on it because like it's, it's <laughs> I, her, I get it I get yeah, it's, it's her it. niche and I didn't know if she had something like on in the pipeline and I didn't I certainly didn't want to step on toes that way and she was like Jen that's such a fabulous idea so I am launching a this is brand new I've had teasers on on um on Twitter, but I have not given any details. So I will, I'll launch it here. And now I am going to be launching a six week, uh, sort of go slow, learn to sketch note course. I'm really excited. It's been like a fun passion project. I go home every night once the kids are in bed and I work on it and it's the learning curve. She is is very, very excited. I keep getting these messages. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh yeah. Cause so, so the way it's going to be set up is every week you will be able to, uh, I'll send a doodle a day. It's all run through Google classroom. Uh, I'll send a doodle a day, uh, that, you know, just try, draw one tree or draw a forest of trees is, is I think the first one, uh, you'll have that. I'll teach a different element. So the first week I know is fonts. I give some of the fonts that I use and you can try that out. I'm going to have a Tayasui tip because I use Tayasui sketches and because I use that, I'm sure people always ask me, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? What I like about Tayasui, they actually have a free version and they have a school version. So mm. when you, when you look at that, um, cause they partnered with Apple, when you look at that, I, I just, I think that's more accessible for, for students, which is why I went that way. And I also, I just like the interface for me, the user experience is nice. At any rate, we'll have a Tayasui, uh, a tip. And then I will also have, I'll answer a burning question of the week. Like in the registration, I'm asking people like, what do you want to know? And I'll try to answer it as best I can. And then uh, tips from the pros. So I have a couple of pros lined up. I, um, I don't give them all away. Yeah, Sylvia, of course, will be there. Um, but I have two non-teachers and one that I just teased is I consider the king of sketch noting. I have his book, I have a workbook. There's your clue. 
But yeah, it's going to run. Uh, registration will open, I guess, when we launch this, probably, which will be, what, Tuesday, the 28th of January. The course itself is going to start on uh, February 29th. I figured let's leap into a new skill in a leap year on a leap day. We'll open it that day. I'll release the week on Saturday. I encourage people to do it alongside their students. So you can either, if you're someone that wants to preview it, I'm releasing them on Saturday on purpose, so you can preview them on the weekend before you roll it out that week. Or if you're willing to go with your class like carte blanche, go ahead. And yeah, it'll last six weeks. And every, oh, sorry, I forgot one thing. Every week there'll be a challenge. So the first week, for example, I think we're going to do like a selfie sketch. So instead of just introducing yourself, like sketch some things about you and based on what you've learned and what you see. And I just, I really hope it'll get people finding their voice in a different way like I have over the last few years. It, it really has changed my life. Um, my whole sketch learning experience from just how I communicate, how I think, how I now know to relieve stress, uh, the connections that I've made uh, with people. It's just, it's really, yeah, I think it could be really good. I'm, I, it's going to be a 59, regularly a 90 sort of $9 thing. I'm going to put it on for $59 US uh, for the first run through to get, to get some feedback and see what people think. And I figure for $10 a week, it's it's something I know you can get books. Um, and that was one thing I struggled with and talking to Andrew, I said, you know, but there's so many books because yeah, but there's something about having that the community, the community and, and exactly. having the own, like having to every week get an email in your inbox saying, Hey, here's the challenge. So, like dive in and do it. Yeah. And no, I'm, I'm not going to make any video longer, hopefully than 10 minutes. So it's just, you know, I think it's great for after recess or at the beginning of a period um, in secondary school that you could do it. And, and we'll see how it goes. I hope it works. I'm having a blast building it, even if it, um, you know, if it doesn't take off in the way that I hope it might. You'll have a great resource. I have. I think I, it's gonna, I think it's going to be great. Thanks. So, yeah. So, if anyone's looking for it, uh, you can you can search it. Uh, I don't, do I have my, I'm I don't pretty sure we'll link to it in the show notes. I will link to it in the show notes. <laughs> but if you go to virtualgift.com, it will be the uh, the first blog post on there that will have all the the information on how to sign up and and payment and, and what to expect and how to prepare and Excellent. and going in from there. So I'm really excited. Uh, let me know. We're going to be using, and you can follow along the hashtag, uh, hashtag today I sketch note ed, ed at the end. And that's, that's where we're going. I'm very excited for you. Me too. Me too. Thanks for asking. Very cool. A lot of this stemmed from World Sketch Learning Day. It stemmed from doing this Stitch Summit. And I definitely, I saw, I did the... Um, day of sketch noting with a whole bunch of classes and I was walking through the library two days ago and I saw a girl actually sketch noting and I have a lot of kids who take beautiful notes in here that I take pictures of and I said I went up to her and I said I said oh my gosh I love that container where'd you find it and she looked at me she goes Our, my class came to the and I recognized her she's like my class came to the to the sketch noting day and I said yeah I remember I said you never did this before she goes no I've, I've never done it and I'm trying for these exams because I think it's really going to help me so that alone I was like done this is why I need to do it so that really That's that was awesome. what fully egged me on to realize that this is really going to benefit kids excellent well good luck with it and I'm sure it's going to take off thanks okay it's time for bed yes gotta it's go late. okay good night everyone good night everyone take care that's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F dot com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, 
or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiced.ca. I'm just, I was trying to think if you're actually right, if this is really the first time. No, second. Or the second second time. You're right. You're right. We've always managed to be together. Figure it out. But then I abandoned you. Put your hand up to the screen. Like it's like we're in jail. Oh, there, like there. there. Uh, (laughs) Through the glass. We shouldn't joke. That's actually not funny. Uh,